fan, short for fanatic, is the one who's screaming their lungs out in sub-zero degree temperatures, still believing when the chips are down, and never, ever giving up on their teams or their players. From the closest seat to the worst one, we want to meet you all. This is the American Fan. What's going on, sports fans? It's Josh Williams back again with another episode of the American Fan 365 podcast. I am, of course, joined by the front row. Row, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. My little one, first day in middle school, so big milestone. Um, football is five Sundays away. You know, if life was any better, I think I was getting set up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, good. You're seven years away from him... Uh being off to college or if he chose to go to trade school which is fine with me too well, graduation from high school you're seven you're seven years away from from graduation that's that's yeah it, it goes by in a blink georgie how was your weekend weekend was stellar i went to a day club for the first time in my life what first Where'd time what republic yeah I, oh Josh, yeah i saw club, the post yes. i'm not a club going guy but they, they really? did it nice for us uh okay Vanessa Saros hooked it up. Shout out to the Sticky Paws family that I've, uh, you know, grown into. And now you guys are a part of as well. Uh, they didn't let me wear a jersey at the club. I, apparently, this is a rule. You can't oh. wear jerseys. Really? I was rocking an Allen Iverson Georgetown jersey. Nice. And they didn't let you have a jersey on? They That's told weird. me. As soon as I, like, walked into the line, they were like, Hey, hey, no, hey, no, no. Take that off. Take no, that I off. got I got him. I got him. No, George. So what you do whenever that kind of stuff happens, I have a table. So when I have a table, like Ooh. it doesn't matter. Fuck, it doesn't me. matter what I'm wearing. I'm too important for you to be yeah, no, they about don't. This they, thought, they thought you were Gen Pop. Yeah, no, no, no. When I have a table, like when we have tables, like we walk in with Jordans. Like, I mean, honestly, Vegas clubs out of every club that I've ever been to in any part of the world are the least strict usually because it's hot. And so I've seen white boys roll through with, with flip flops on and it ain't no problem. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I was outside. So I think the problem was it was Georgetown. They saw that my name was George on my ID and they were, they <laughs> thought I was there to own like, this is my town now. Wet Republic is Georgetown. <laughs> go ahead, Ro. I There's nowhere, nowhere to go. Where do you go from that? <laughs> I, I don't. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, uh, actually, no, I was, uh, the crazy part, and the reason I say, you know, in terms of Mikey being out of school so quick, I was talking to Jonathan Ogden's wife because um, we're trying to get Jonathan Ogden on the show, and um, and I didn't realize. So his son, I had worked with his son for years, and I didn't realize that his son Ari was in college. She was like in Maryland, like, oh yeah, I'm dropping Jaden off right now, and I'm like, huh? He like already graduated from high school, so. Oh my it God. happens very, very, very fast. So this past weekend, I, I went to, you know, all the stuff, like Target, not like to get supplies. Every place was like the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. I literally was just... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I heard you and then I had to think about it. I was like... That was a bad time. <laughs> but you know, shame on me, like na navigating a parking lot at Target the day before school starts, I, right? I can't even, I can't even imagine what that would even look like. And the, and the, and, and like the floors are sticky. Ugh, uh, I, I, I passed by a, uh, not a thrift store, but a consignment sale. 
Um, it was next to my parents' church yesterday. And when I tell you these moms were going ham, they were getting loose. It was crazy. So no, but uh, yeah, no, man. Um, uh, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and get started. U.S. men's uh, U.S. men's U.S. women's national team. The dream is officially dead. There will be no three-peat. There will be no World Cup final. There won't even be a World Cup semi. Uh, U.S. women's, we lost 0-0-5-4 on PKs versus Sweden on uh, early Sunday morning. And uh, my question to both of you is, should we fire Vladko Andonovsky? And I actually learned how to say his name because I needed to say it on today's show. So Vladko Andonovsky, should we fire him, Ro, yes or no? Yes. I think the, the expectations were high. The energy was high. You have the talent. Uh, it, they have a winning recipe. And so, you know, when... It, I just think that there needs to be new blood. Mm. George. Uh, yeah, new blood. Uh, one of the biggest things, takeaways that I saw is like all these uh, takes on people saying like they are not being patriotic or taking like America seriously. So I don't know if you noticed. No, I didn't see that. Uh, like during the national anthem, nobody was singing the national anthem. And usually like that's a, yeah. that's a pretty common thing in the in World soccer, Cup. soccer, yeah, soccer. Especially that, like to sing the national anthem. There was only two players. So it seemed kind of like a... They were a lot of reporters were saying like this is a slighted attack towards well, America, hmm. and I to me I'm like this is what we're drawing out of this. But then yeah. they lose, so then it's like okay maybe it's time for a rebranding. So yeah, let's get oh, some new I, blood in. Can I put on my two cents with this? Uh, <laughs> America hasn't been a soccer powerhouse. Okay, like, all over the world, it is the most popular sport except. Here. Except here. No, except here. That's except it. here. So it's not, it's like we're still getting acclimated. Messi going to Miami um, is probably the biggest thing to happen to American soccer next to the women um, winning their World Cup. But that's, we're still, you know, we're, we're, we're still kind of warming our kind of senses to it. And it can be, you know, it, it could be seen as a slight or it could be seen as you, you guys are brand new here. So, you know, we don't see you, you know, singing the Brazilian national anthem. I, I guess uh, for, you know, look to that, if that's what we're, if that's what we're pulling. Yeah. I mean, but to your point, you lose and then now people can pick away because if they would have won, yeah. that wouldn't even have been a story. That wouldn't even have been a footnote. Yep. It would have just been business as usual. We're into the round of 16. But, you know, since that was the story. Yeah, that that's that's so unnecessary. Uh, my take on uh, Vladko Ananovsky. I feel like he definitely should be fired. We'll talk about that as we get into this a little bit further. But, um, you know, listen, we. Starting with Pia Sunhaga and then moving on to Jill Elliott, he had we had a run of just excellence. Even even though Pia wasn't winning, we were getting to the final. Um, it was in and we'll talk about this too in terms of this group of young women that we had. We had a very young squad, and the group of elder women, I'll say, that are on their way out, 
Um, and a few, you know, Julie Ertz announced her retirement yesterday after the game. Um, a few of those ladies, they had been through scarred. They had been, you know, they'd been through wars. They'd been through some sad defeats. Um, but even in those moments, we always were the best team. Like, you know what I mean? You, when you talk about powerhouse, we've been the, pre, you know, preeminent power in female athletics in terms of soccer from the beginning. You know what I mean? Since since the World Cup started, this is our this is our worst finish in a World Cup period ever. And the way that it finished. Yeah. <laughs> you can lose, but then you can shit the bed, right? It, it, look, we I, I woke up at 2 a.m. to watch that game, and I watched the entire game. And we had first off, their goalie, the 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 uh, Swedish goalie, she was going to work. Yep. She did a, she did a great job. Yep. Um, but uh, you know. The biggest thing that I took from this entire tournament was there was no finishing, there were no change in tactics. Some of the uh, some of the other you know um, ladies that have been on the team from from years past had said that there was never any change in tactics. There never. Um, I didn't realize that uh, that Kelly O'Hara and you know Melissa Mewis were even on the bench because they never came in the game. I didn't even know they were on the team. So like girls like that that have won that have. You know, like that are still like Kelly O'Hare, I think is like 31. Like she's not old. You know what I mean? And so for to put one of these young girls in there that aren't producing, it's like she's scored mad goals in the World Cup. Well, there's just there there didn't seem to be any chemistry at all for me when I watched any component of it. They didn't seem um, like a unified unit. Uh, and then I just thought it was so symbolic that when you know Megan Rapinoe had a missed penalty kick like and I don't yeah. think that ball's even landed yet like it was and it was the smile after it was even sad like it was just like she like laughed at herself and it was like girl this is not I was pissed I was pissed too because we sh you don't and you are she has been the face of American women's soccer but uh you know one of them for sure yeah. one of them yeah one of them but uh it, it's just I, I didn't like the way it went out with a whimper yeah yeah. I mean, in, in this one, look, uh, the one thing I can give Vladko a defense on is that we did have a ton of injuries. Kristen Press, uh, um, who else? It was, uh, I still call her Mall Mallory Pugh, but it's uh, Mallory Swanson. She's married to Dansby Swanson on my Cubs. Um, she she was still coming back from injury. Um, Catalina Macario was hurt as well. But, you know, it was the amount of youth that we had on the field. And I, I felt like, because even, even in years past, when Alex Morgan was coming up, we still had Ab Abby Wambach, and they kind of brought Alex in slowly. They didn't just throw her all the way in there and say, hey, it's your team. You know, Trinity Rodman, she wasn't ready. Like, there was aspects of her game where I'm like, she's still not ready. This finishing is a big deal. Um, you know, so it's 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 going to be interesting. I I, I want to see what's going to happen over these next next few months. So, uh, George, if you could pull up the MLB standings, we're going to talk about Major League Baseball. Oh, uh, we are officially coming down the home stretch. It's football season. We're coming down the home stretch of, in baseball. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it, look, this this is the push time. So. Um, George, if it wants what, George, what do you what division you want? You, you Josh, can, you can, want you want an overview? You want to see who's fighting for a wild card spot? Like, I mean, I got divisions <laughs> galore up here, my we man. We can we can start in the in the the AL West. 
just because that doesn't affect either of us. L West, here we are. It's all pain. None of you guys. It affects me greatly, but uh, who's your? What, what's affecting Rangers, you? Rangers. The Rangers. I've said this many times. Oh, that's right. You bet. You bet. The Rangers. I keep on. Well, I, I keep on forgetting that. because it's just it doesn't seem important to you. The, this Rangers bet twelve hundred dollars doesn't seem important to me. No, I, I, I didn't know. First, no, no, no. I didn't know they were your team. I didn't even know you were betting on them. I must have missed it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I got to rub it in more. I'm sorry. I'm pulling up the things now. It's a, it's taking me a second. But anyways. You're good. You're good. You're good. But um, Baseball's all pain, so it's football season for me. Uh, <laughs> I Look, listen, I get it. I understand. I understand why you feel that way. Like, it's so funny whenever people ask me, like, what's your favorite sport? And I'm always just like, whatever one of my teams is playing the best at the moment. So, no, 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 no. But you have to understand, I, I, you know, while George is pulling everything up, as a Yankees fan, the, we came into the season. It was us and the Dodgers, and the and possibly the Braves. Those were and the Padres, possibly the Mets. Those were the teams, but really more than anybody, the Dodgers and the Yankees were supposed to go to the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, the amount of money and time. And after all the fanfare of what Aaron Judge accomplished last year, we were riding high. Yes. We got his contract finished. Thank goodness. Um, and <laughs> thank goodness. We and he was injured and we listen, we started off, we were on fire. Then he got injured, and then he was out, and then <laughs> when the leading hitter on your team is Anthony Volpe with all our big bats, well, I don't think anymore. I think Giancarlo maybe now, but uh, we were last place mm. as of two days behind those jerk off Red Sox. That that's the <laughs> that's, real kick in the fucking pants. That's that's what hurts the most. George Rowe, do you guys want to go to uh, the USA Basketball tonight? My guy from USA Basketball just texted me back. So yeah, I'll go. If you want USA to go. Basketball, yeah, we're, oh, they're playing. They're playing. Uh, they're playing. Um, no, they're playing Puerto Rico. Oh, okay, Puerto Rico. Where? It, Spanish. Wait, but, where? <laughs> at, at T-Mobile. Oh, what yeah. time? I, I probably like seven, like six or seven. I would assume. Yeah, I I asked him um, for because uh, uh, I was like Jamal, you want to go? And he was like, yeah. That's cool. And so I asked him yesterday. He texted me, I'm sorry, I missed your, missed your stuff. So so I was like, well, let me ask. So, well, I'm going to take a rain check on that. Okay. I need a recovery day. Like, oh, that, recovery. That's what you were supposed to be talking about, George. You're supposed oh, to be I, talk, talking about the sadness from the beach. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I, I took in a lot of vitamin D yesterday and a, a lot of tequila. And I, I love that combo. I threw up pretty violently oh. at 3.30 a.m. this morning. <laughs> Like I wrote, it was one of those things where you roll over in bed and I felt like I like transported galaxies. <laughs> I just turned around. I was like, whoa. Oh, you had the spins. Ugh. Oh, that's the worst. Pedialyte, my guy. Pedialyte. Oh, Gator, Gator light. No, Pedialyte. Dude, I had the shower. I had the, the shower. I was sitting on the. I thought you were about to see you were going to shit in the shower. No, oh, I mean, no. it was set up for that. Like, if that <laughs> happened, like, I was very unpredictable. I wasn't sure. What, I was unpredictable. It was just as unpredictable as these MLB standings. Am I right? Yes. Am I yes. right? Yes, sir. All right. Nice so, segue. So, uh, okay. So, first off, you know, I guess we can. We can get Roe Ro already kind of talked about our Yankees. So the Orioles, the Orioles uh -huh. are right now. What is the record of the Orioles? Seventy George? and forty-two. 
The Orioles are daggone 30 games Oh, look at this. We're not in last place anymore. We're one game up on the jerk-offs. Oh, there you half go. There half you go. You, you, you got, a, got a half a game in there. There it I is. I don't care. I'll take it. Uh, the, uh, the AL Central, we've got the Minnesota Twins leading the way. The Twins are up on the Guardians. We will talk a little bit more about those said Guardians in a moment. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the Twins, Twins have been playing some good baseball overall. Uh, the Texas Rangers, Georgia's, Georgia's bet continues to look good. The, the Astros made both of them because um, wasn't wasn't Verlander supposed to go to the Rangers and then he got like they backtracked and now he went to the Astros. Yeah, I just I know we got a uh, Scherzer. Uh, oh, okay. The Rangers got yeah, Scherzer, they got Scherzer. And wow. so that, they were trying to add Scherzer and and bro, uh, <laughs> they Verlander. Are, I've never been happier for a team in my life. They're <laughs> ring chasing hard. Yeah, like, but you they're know, going good. But you know what? With Verlander, it's like he's like forty-one. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna give him like a one-year contract? Hey, I just need him to I just pitch a two-hitter in the World Series. <laughs> this look as, as look somebody that uh, that got the one win with the Cubs. Let's go all in on this one. <laughs> but I do want to. I I do want to say though, like if you look at like. You know, the National League Central Division, the Brewers have 60 wins, and they're at the top of their division. The Yankees have 58. So, yeah. I mean... My division is trash. My Cubs are playing some of the best baseball in, in, in the league. And we since, have the same amount of wins. Uh, well, well, look, I'll, I'll say this. So, since the All-Star break, the Cubs lead the MLB in runs with 164. We, we're tied for the most stolen bases, uh, I believe it was with uh, it was somebody random. Um, the Reds? And then, uh, no, it wasn't the Reds. It wasn't the Reds. The Reds were up there as well. But then we're second in the entire MLB in in home runs. So, like, the Cubs finally have gotten healthy um, for a long enough stretch, and they're finally playing decent baseball. I still, I still get anxiety when we go to the bullpen. Our starting rotation still is hit or miss. But overall, the team has been playing well, and we've been walking down the Brewers and the Reds. See, what, what confuses me about our team is we'll lose to, like, you know, like two nobodies, but then we just clap the Astros. And even that in that series against yeah. Baltimore, one of the games, we beat the shit out of them. Like, the score is like 9-3. And I, I will tell you, I'm very, right now, I am very divided. Like, there's a dilemma internally. Do I want them just to just completely, like, again, shit the bed so Boone and Cashman are done? Or, because we're 12 games out of first place, there's still a lot of baseball, right? We have, you know, we have August and we have September. Um, but I don't know. So that's my dilemma. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, who Big else? time run differential for the Cubs, too. They got plus yeah. 75. Yeah, I mean, like, our, well, and, say, and that was the reason why we didn't sell at the trade deadline because we got hot and they were saying, listen, we have played, we just lose bad games. Like uh, most of the games we've lost have been one run games. And a lot of those were given away in the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth innings. Like we'd be winning the whole game and then we'd find a way for this other team to come back and then they'd win. But when we would beat people, like we blew the Reds out. We scored the most runs in, in 180 years for the Cubs. It was like something crazy. But we'll see. We'll see. The uh, the the NL West, the Dodgers are leading the way. George, how many wins do the Dodgers have? Dodgers are sixty four and forty six right now. They got a four game lead on the division over the Giants. Hundred thirteen run differential. That's crazy. Can they? I mean, 
on paper, they're there. They should be the one of the teams to. But I just don't. Do you feel as if the for whatever reason I don't I'm not I don't know if it's I'm not afraid of the Dodgers. I don't know enough about their pitching. They're staff right they're now. they're like the Cowboys in in this manner. They always blow it at the end. They find a way, and and now with no uh, you know because their their ace for years has always been um, Kershaw. Yes, and Clayton Kershaw. He's older now. I don't know who their main guy is once they get to the to the postseason. Like, so they I don't got know who a guy is now. Julio Arias. That's, yes, that's their next stud. And then three people I've never heard: Tony Gonsolin, Lance Lynn, and Bobby Miller. Lance Lynn is okay. Listen, I loved Bellinger when he was a Dodger. You don't love him now as a Cub? No. That's disrespectful. The weed's different <laughs> no. out there. He's not as high as when he played for the Dodgers. Hey, That's when he was he's playing. been swinging a hot bat. That's what it is. Dude, he was on that Snoop Dogg <laughs> purple kush before every fucking Dodger game. He looked blasted. <laughs> I mean, like, he they all look like Shaggy. <laughs> Hey, well, we'll see. We'll see. The the one thing um, uh, when you had it pulled up, George, I didn't realize that the Padres, because remember beginning of the season when uh, when we had Fox in here, we were thinking the Padres were going to be okay this year, and they've stepped right back to being the Padres. The, we, thought, we, and we thought the Mets had a chance this year. God, we did. Ooh, we did. Those were some bad takes. We go back to those episodes. <laughs> but it's not our fault. Listen, you have like you. Baseball so weird. The, you you have Steve Cohen spending money, yeah. getting, 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 getting. Okay. I, I think the biggest thing that hurt them was when they lost their their closer in the in that World Baseball Classic. I just think that That's... Chapman's a mush. <laughs> it's gonna be about her Yankees in the end. <laughs> You know, I'm mad at it's the Cubs' fault. We got him from you. No, you. we got him from you. No, we, we got won. him from you. No, no, no. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right, right. That's right. We traded. So we, good. You got good. Glaber. You, good. You, good got Gla- you got Glaber. Oh, and then with Anthony Riz- Oh, oh God. <laughs> Look, and I was so mad about that I, when I, we had to give up Glaber. It was like, no. No, he's going to be the next one. We did get Rizzo from the Cubs. And I love Rizzo. And, you know, people were shitting on him like he hadn't had a hit in two months. He also had a concussion that we just found out about. Oh, wow. I didn't know about that. So it's like, okay, what's really good with the Yankees? Come on, boys. I love them so much. It's just like they have all the tools that they need. Yeah. Yeah. No, a thousand percent. thousand percent. They, you know. Your team has had everything they need. It's just for whatever reason the injuries, you know. No, it, it's bullpen management. It is. It well, is bullpen management. Bullpen management, but but the injuries, like even in your bullpen, in your everybody starters, has everybody has injuries. <sighs> everybody has injuries. I'm I, sorry. I, I, just I don't always, even. I just always feel like. Well, I'll say from my team's perspective, we had Dansby Swanson was out. Just signed him. Cody Bellinger was out. Um, one of our pitchers, I think two of our pitchers, two of our starters were out. The Yankees um, are notorious for having their biggest team members, their biggest bats get injured right before the season starts. Yeah, no, yes, yes. And, and right before the season started, it was, uh, it was Giancarlo. I remember. I remember. I love Giancarlo. Ugh. Uh, so, okay. But also talking about baseball, Roe Anderson, uh, what, what Ramirez are the names? Anderson. Yes. It yes. Was, it, yes. It was the best fight of the weekend. Round one is the best fight of the weekend. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, now, uh, George, do you do you have that? Do you have that pulled up? I know. I'm on I, it, bro. All right. All I right. mean, it's the most talked about thing in baseball. I know. In and Josh fucking, is like, what happened? No, no. I saw it. I saw it. But like for me, it's like 
that this is considered the biggest hot topic. Yeah, Josh for goes, days. It's Josh, like, really? Josh actually is. That was a Tuesday morning for us, and we were growing up watching baseball. Yeah, like this kind of stuff. This is not even a brawl. Like George Brett flying yeah, yeah, out yeah. of the out of the dugout, throwing his hell, his hat and all oh, that. that. That's a best. brawl. I like, used to love it when they used to charge the mound. Yes. And eventually, look at him. Put him up. Put this him up. This is a square like, up. This is like this. I love how he put his dukes up. Like, put up your dukes. Put up your dukes. But then that haymaker that Ramirez landed lights Let's out. Let's talk about how this uh, umpire just said. All right. Ready? Fuck. Go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he did. He, he made a business decision. Was he, like, he I'm about to be there. Them. Go. <laughs> the inmates are about to run the asylum. Yeah. Get out of here. He said, "Fuck that." Bro. <laughs> but did you see that hit that, that Ramirez threw? That yeah. right hook, and then you had the reporter screw it up. He goes, "Oh, what about that left hook to Francona to the Guardians manager?" Yeah. He goes, "Uh, you mean the right hook?" Uh <laughs> I love how he corrected, and Frank Conner was actually laughing like about I, I, it. I can t I can tell you don't cover boxing, sir. <laughs> I'm like maybe he meant the military left. <laughs> <laughs> Your military left. I hate you so much. Oh my god. But yes, this this I guess is is was news. This was big baseball news for me. Well, it was, it was like, a better oh, fight, fight than 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 the the Paul Diaz fight. I just my last segue. My last perfect segue. Yes. 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 <laughs> even slide hard in a second that was that was what i was gonna bring in i was like god damn dude went head first like i mean he, go back in the 80s you'd have cleat marks in your shins <laughs> but that's true you see we watched that baseball yes 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 baseball like i mean we've talked about it every sport at this point has has kind of taken a a sidestep to it's uh, like you didn't like sadness. you didn't like how you were tagged my guy i'm sorry <laughs> my bad I thought I was getting the out. <laughs> I'm sorry that your face got in the way. I'm sorry that your dreadlocks got in the way of the dirt, sir. Oh, seriously, seriously. But honestly, no, like Ramirez rocked him because Anderson afterwards was wobbly. Oh, really? He, oh, he was wobbly. That's funny. Oh my goodness. Well, in in other fight news, uh, there was a they were there were there were some cards this weekend. Most notably, uh, the Jake Paul Nate Diaz card. Um, is Jake Paul crazy? Because now he said that he would fight Nate Diaz in the octagon if they had a rematch. So I mean, listen, this fight went exactly I think how all of us planned. Nate Diaz one isn't a boxer. Two has been someone that is known to take damage as he's requesting more damage on the screen right now. Um, and he said, I'll fight anybody. He's like, whatever at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to raise my hands up after the fight. Like, boy, you know you didn't win. Like, what, <laughs> what are we doing? I, I don't know how anybody took this seriously. Uh, well, okay. I'll, I'll tell you why. And it's, and it's just like any boxing fight. You know, Nate Diaz has a huge following, huge. I know. You know what I'm saying? And, and of course, just like when Floyd fought Conor, I was a huge Conor supporter. I didn't really care for Floyd much at that moment. Um, so I was very pro Conor, like, oh, this could happen. Oh, I hate Conor McGregor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, but like, so in, in all the lead up and all the stuff, that really, they did a really good job of promoting that fight. They went all around the world promoting that fight. And... Um, and there were moments in the fight where he caught Floyd, and I was like, oh, oh, but, like, it wasn't a fight. You could be tough, but that doesn't mean you can be a boxer. That takes a thousand percent. A, and we saw, and that's what we saw. You have to have stamina. You've got to be able. Skill. 
<laughs> Hold on. I work out regularly, and I remember I took a, I took this one boxing class. When I tell you, it was like I I I threw up afterwards because I was like, oh my god, that y just the stamina, just the ability, just to kind like you're you have to be conditioned to a certain degree that I can never wrap my head around. So just because mm. you're tough and you can throw your hands and you can get somebody like in a guillotine and kick them in their balls <laughs> doesn't mean you're a boxer. <laughs> That isn't that isn't all that it entails. That's for sure. Right. Oh my goodness. Uh, also, in in our fight world, our personal fight world, uh, this show, this studio, um, two two of our fight fr uh, friends lost this weekend. Both Ode Osborne uh, suffered a second round loss, and Bubba Jenkins uh, lost his fight in the PFL. So, shouts out to both of them. Hopefully, they heal up and get back out there as soon as they both can. Both all heart. Yeah, yeah. Talk to both guys. You know, they're they're of course. You know, it's the fight game. You know, what I mean, um, you know, George and I talked about Oday's fight prior to him fighting, and um, you know, it was it was uh, the biggest thing for me was that it was the guy's first time in the UFC, and like I, I just hate. Uh, I was talking to Jamal because Jamal and I watched it, and the biggest thing that I hate about MMA is the guys that don't want to fight and all they want to do is wrestle. And it's so frustrating to watch because it's like, no, nah, man, I want to see a fight. I don't yeah. want to see you tackle somebody constantly or attempt to. But the the flip side of that is, you know, if that's all that he can do, then that's all I needed to be training. Like, you ain't taking me down. Like, I know this other stuff is going to be sharp. Did you see so. the fight in Maryland? No, what fight? Where this gentleman got the triple beam with the chair. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Maryland. What what, what was it? Like, what was it? Oh, like? I'm sorry. It was, it was actually in Alabama. It's Montgomery. No, I didn't see that. Oh, either. okay. I'll show you later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, to to piggyback on it, like it's it is a big take takeaway for me that MMA is one of the toughest sports to be a great in. Like you have to be so well rounded. Yes. And it's yes. You know when you even even like uh, we had Brandon Moreno. He he hosts a show out of here, and yeah. it was takedown defense versus Pantoja that was the the difference maker. So. There is something to be said about like when you want to be the greatest, like you have to be everything. Yeah. And in MMA, it, it exposes it. So yeah. hopefully, it's a good like learning tool for him to kind of go back to the drawing board. And he's yeah. got a wrestling base. I mean, he he wrestled yeah, a lot, yeah. you know. So like yeah. he he's definitely on the path to being a, a powerful UFC fighter. And uh, the dude that he fought, though, I think is going to be one of the people to watch out for. I mean, the way I. It's so tough for me to gauge UFC fighters because there's so many of them. Yeah. But they were giving this guy a lot of high praises saying that he probably is going to go through the division uh, pretty quickly. I don't <sighs> know. We'll I don't, see. I don't even want to. I was, I was so pissed. Like, I was pissed. Um, it blew it blew my whole Saturday. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was like Saturday was lost after that. Yeah. Because I didn't. I, first off, I didn't realize the Bubba's fight was on Friday. Because I thought they both were on Saturday, so I was like looking forward to to that. And um, and I saw Bubba's post, and I was like, Wait Hold second. on, Bubba lost. Dang. So you know, but shout out to both of them, man. You know, like I said, get back at it, and uh, you know, it's the fight game. So just keep keep going. Uh, switching gears, we're going to talk about a little bit with NFL, switching gears over to the NFL. 
NFL training camp is now full go with all 32 teams. We had the Hall of Fame game. Um, also some, you know, obviously Hall of Fame enshrinement weekend. What a some sad excitement. little game that was. I didn't watch once. I don't watch the Hall of Fame game just because it's it like th- those are 90% guys that aren't going to make the team. Yeah, but I mean, it's like it's like it's like the like, fourth but when you preseason call, game. When you call it the Hall of Fame game, it's like they you know, at least try. I well, so I wish that they would flip it and they would put the Hall of Fame game in week three of the preseason. So then, if we're gonna play there, then at least the starters are playing. It's a game that everyone is taking a little bit more serious. Um, I think it would give it a little bit more credence to what you're saying, um, but also it would be it would be a more compelling game. Like I'd actually might watch it. I love the Hall of Fame enshrinement though because I feel like at least it was followed up watching like Demarcus Ware. I know he's uh, I know, but him, uh, Joe Klecko, uh, Darrell Rivas. I was so happy. For all those gentlemen, because they were such a big part of the football I grew up watching. You you weren't happy for Rondé Barber? (laughs) Look, and Rondé gave gave so many shout outs to his brother Tiki, which I thought was so cool. Um, You know what I mean? Like he really, like he really, uh, look, listen, that's his, that's his twin brother. and, And he really spoke about that twin bond and how much they loved each other and how much they pushed the other. Um, you know, in, in, in different ways because it wasn't like they both were receivers or they both were running backs. They bo- they played on different sides of the ball. And, Listen, and that he, was really cool. He deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I kind of, I think. Okay. But, and I will tell you, um, my, and, and where that like grudginess comes from because I, I do hold grudges, especially towards people who deserve one. Um, my, as a diehard Giants fan, Tiki Barber is a very touchy subject for Giants fans. Uh, how he did Eli and how he did Strahan after the fact, I, if you ask a lot of Giants fans, they feel the same way. They, you know, Tiki was a, a phenomenal player, okay? I, but how he did those two gentlemen afterwards, I don't, I will, I couldn't get past it. Just like with OBJ, I I don't, he is a, again, I always say this, he is a generational talent. The way that he threw Eli Manning under the bus after setting a million, a $90 million highest ever post rookie season wide receiver contract, I, I will never get over. So I don't know. And, and unfortunately, Oronde Barber is going to get some of that heat from me. But listen, in terms of talent, yeah, I mean. He... No, no, George, when because uh, uh, when when I told Roe that Rondé was getting in. Ro, I like, told you he yeah. was getting in. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, when we talked about Rondé Barber getting in into the uh, being enshrined this week, um, she was like, you know, Rondé Barber shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. And um, and I really I thought about it. And when I think of that Tampa two, because the Tampa two, you know, started with Tony Dungy. That's the reason why it's called Tampa two. They were the first to really run it that way. Um, I think about all levels of the ball. Warren Sapp was the was the defensive line um, Hall of Famer. He's in the Hall of Fame now. Uh, Derek Brooks, I believe Derek Brooks is in the Hall of Fame as well. He was the middle linebacker from that. Rondé Barber was the was the, you know, premier cornerback that was there for many of those years. And then John Lynch was the safety. 
So I think, I mean, in terms of him getting in and what he did with within that system for the entirety of his career, I thought that that's what, that's what made him a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. I just think they may be running out of ideas. What, like you, what do you mean in terms of <laughs> terms of Hall of Famers? <laughs> Shoot, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, listen, listen. As somebody that doesn't have members of the Hogs in the Hall of Fame, trust me, I have gripes with the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so I mean, like I, I understand, I understand. Not everybody should get in the Hall of Fame, but like you know, when they name a whole defense and then everyone starts running it, colleges, high schools. Like after something that you created and you were a part of, I feel like you you always talk. You know, I know that you always mention how they change the game. That defense changed defensive coverages for football. You know I, what I'm well, I have a very very controversial take with uh, you know two quarterbacks who I don't think should be in the Hall of Fame, but are, and that they are Dan Marino and Warren Moon. I don't think they belong in the Hall of Fame. I think you know. You really do not like Dan Marino. It's not that I don't like Dan Marino. I don't think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. What why what is your reasoning behind not having Dan Marino in the Hall of Fame? Okay, so if it was je- Okay, so before I answer that, I want to ask you this. Do you think Tony Romo should be in the Hall of Fame? Uh that's a touchy one. Probably not, but his stats bear that he should. Okay. So with that same reasoning, why should Dan Marino be in the Hall of Fame? Um, Dan Marino has even far superior stats, um, and he did it in a time where throwing the ball wasn't in vogue to that point. Yeah, well, I mean, like, because he, because remember, he set, he listen, set, he had a cannon. He, he had all the records that then Peyton broke, and then Tom broke Peyton's records, but he was the person that set those records. And like the years that he set them, it wasn't like people were even close. Like when he had forty nine touchdowns, I feel like the next person probably. Hey, had Georgie, 20. can you pull up all time passing for for QBs? Yeah, I got you. Um, I'm a, I'm a, go ahead. I'm a, I'm a, but you know, I I so my criteria is. One of them is, did they change the game? Based on that, okay. Yes, I mean, but he, I don't know. I, I just feel like you don't play for stats. You you play for rings, okay? No, a, thou- no, a thousand percent. Like, it, it, listen, rings for me are always going to, that's the separator. Like, that's where, like, I would never put Dan Marino next to some of these other guys that have similar numbers or have surpassed him. Simply because they won. You know I mean, Drew Brees is ahead of Dan Marino because he won. He went to one Super Bowl. He won it. And, you know, and then his numbers, he's played longer. So his numbers got higher. The game was different. Um, you know, but like that's that. So that for me is always the separator. But uh, but he he was a he was a great player. He was a great player. There's a lot of great players. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Warren Moon deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, for me, Warren Moon, what he did um, in Canada on top of what he did in the NFL um, is probably what separates him because, again, he was – but, see, he didn't have even the success that Dan Marino did. Okay. Like Dan, and I, you know what I mean? Well, I, yeah. I especially don't think he belongs yeah, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but, but for him to do it as a, quote-unquote, black quarterback in a time where black quarterbacks were supposed to be runners and he was a pocket passer completely, he could not run, 
Do um, you think that Michael Vick deserves to be in? Oh, yes. Game? Yes. Okay, a thousand percent. Good. But Michael Vick's numbers in comparison to those two aren't the same. But there are separators we talk about. He, um, Michael Vick was told, he, he definitely changed how football was played and how you had he, to defend. He was mm. the first real mobile quarterback. You can't, there, I don't think that there was a, a quarterback as mobile as he was that changed the position from a, from a stationary like placement for a QB to Randall, Randall, not, Randall. not like Michael. Randall was solid as well, but yeah, I, I don't. I'd say out of the two, my, oh, Mike no, Vick more. more more dynamic. He was definitely more dynamic with the ball. I'm sorry, can, can you pull that up one more time, Georgie? Because I want to see. Yeah, I mean, what what you're bringing up, it, it it warrants it. Warren Moon only played 208 games, from what I understand in his career. He was very like he started late and yeah. on top of Canada stuff too. Um, but to still put up those numbers. I think it warrants it. Uh, so we'll we'll hear. Marino here. has a lot of accolades too. Yeah. Uh, well, look. So the year that Dan Marino broke the touchdown record for throwing um, was was his second year in the league, and that was 1984. He had 48 touchdowns. The next person to him was Neil Lomax. He had 28. So, like in terms of the game that was played, it he was far different. Like you know what I mean? Like when Peyton and 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 Brady were breaking the record. They were also still being pushed. Like Peyton had 50 touchdowns and Tom Brady probably had like 45, 44. Like he was still being pushed. Yeah, you know I mean, like Dan Marino was out there just pushing himself. There wasn't nobody even in his in his stratosphere. Okay, so I will tell you, some of the most ardent Dan Marino supporters will swear up and down that Eli Manning doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame first ballot. Like that is the most asinine fucking thing you can ever say like don't talk about football so when you have a quarterback who beat the goat twice remember Tom Brady's never gotten a ring off of my quarterback okay and but though but those Dan Marino crazies are the they're like the Harry Krishnas of the uh, of the NFL I swear it they they like they'll swear up and down that Eli ballot isn't for uh, Eli Manning isn't first ballot. Like, stop it. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, let me see what we have next. Uh, plot lines. We yeah. Wanted, we wanted to talk about uh, oh, biggest yeah. uh, biggest storylines um, from this year's uh, this year's NFL season. So I'll let you go ahead and go row. My and top three um, that that I'm watching like. Just that. First of all, number one, all of the NFC East. What's happening in that division is incredible. Um, la, you know, I can see us going back to the '80s and early '90s. Actually, '80s until <laughs> no, until like the early 2000s when we were the scariest division in football. But really, late '80s, early '90s the most right um with my team in particular i can't wait to see how daniel jones does with his with, with this second year regime with dable um our i didn't you know i was really kind of upset that we didn't draft a wide receiver in the first round but this gentleman that we did draft in the third round is actually running a faster time than tyreek hill i'm curious to see how it's all going to come together i'm curious to see what the eagles are going to be doing but mm-hmm. plotline two um, is I can't wait to watch the Jets shit the bed. 
<laughs> I am watching that division so closely because I'm also curious to see as uh, I want to see how Josh Allen does now. Um, you know, you'll have a lot of people that are Bills fans just say, last year Josh Allen wasn't two years ago Josh Allen. Does that have anything to do with Brian Dable not being there? Um, you know, quite possibly. We did get Cole Beasley from the Bills recently. Um, the Giants did. The Giants did, yes. But I'm really curious to see how they're how the Jets are going to do against you know, actually, I don't even put the Patriots in it, but I do want to see how they do against Buffalo, and I want to do. I want to see how they're going to do against um, the Dolphins. Mm. Uh, my third favorite plot line is God. There are so many right now. I want to see if Sean Payton is him because after all that talking, I have never. I was telling Josh just yesterday. I have never seen a head coach. In the NFL, I've seen it in college a couple times. Uh, a head coach publicly just berate another coach, like publicly. So I will say this after the amount of money Sean Payton is getting paid, after that mind blowing speech he gave against Nathaniel Hackett, whether he deserved it or not. When you have Aaron Rodgers, who is the biggest diva, who who is notorious for throwing coaches under the bus, as he did with Mike McCarthy, as he did with Matt LaFleur, he will do a sale, I'll mark my words, for, for Aaron Rodgers to be like, yeah, buddy, you got to calm down. That, that, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> I mean, because he's. He's very petty. But I'm curious to see what Denver is going to do. So you you paid him all that money, and you'd give Russ Wilson that much money the year before. Now you can't leave. Now you have to have you have to make something happen. So those are the three biggest things that I'm watching. They're, they're definitely in a stuck position. Uh, George, George, any plot lines that you are, uh, are excited uh, about this year? Well, I don't know if you guys saw that Alvin Kamara is suspended for three, three games. games. Three, yeah, three. Shout out to uh, the justice system and Roger Goodell. Uh, I mean, I I thought it was going to be more. That's what I. That's I exactly what I John said. said that too. I was like, shout out to only being three, bro. Yeah, hey, shout out to Jashawn Watson. All right, for only getting about twelve. So like, right. like that sets the precedent. The bar is like, hold on, wait. I slapped a man. Uh, that was it. Three games. Three games. Um. So. <laughs> Biggest storyline for me, do OBJ and Lamar Jackson set the goddamn NFL on fire? I have been looking at this Ravens team, and I'm like, I don't see how they're not going to win 12 games. I think they will be the most winningest team in the AFC. Uh, They're always there. I mean, they got the consistency. I think they lost a little bit on defense, but, I mean, what they lost for on defense, they picked up for on offense, uh, should be electric. I mean, Lamar off a, a year of recovery after his injury, I think he still is, when healthy, probably top three quarterbacks in the league. Uh, it's hard for me not to put him in that category when he's on former, fire. Former MVP, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's, that's my favorite you can't, you can't, uh You can't really pull it away from him. Uh, for me, I have two. Um, my main one, uh, kind of, I guess, NFL overarching one would be uh, the the main three quarterbacks in the AFC, Burrow, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Their battles, they're like their internal battles amongst themselves. Um, who gets to the to the end? Because really that that honestly comes down to health for me. 
And also, outside of Allen, Allen is the only one where it's like, there's also some mental stuff and some other stuff that goes into it. Um, but health, you know, Burrow getting hurt or Mahomes getting hurt because of their line and just a myriad of other factors, um, that that is always exciting for me because that's the, the highest level of quarterbacking in the league. Um, and then for my team, um, how, how Sam Howell looks. Uh, because if he is even solid, my team can win 10 to 12 games. Woof. Woof. We, we won eight with trash. Trash, George. Yeah, but you have a whole bunch of change, Josh. 10 to 12 games. We, I, we, we don't have that much change. The defense hasn't changed at Your all. Ownership the, has changed. The chemistry's changed. The ownership is is a freaking scarlet letter off my back. <laughs> no, agree, but there's a lot of internal chemistry building, a lot of stuff uh, that has to happen. Well, I mean, look, for me, uh, the ownership that is a that is a blessing. You're not winning 10 games. Well, I mean, we'll see. I I I'm happy if we win 10 games. Yeah. No, really. I don't think you are, though. Well, well, look, look at it this way. Last year, almost our entire division could have won ten games. That's crazy. Like you know, we, what I'm saying? we get in our own way. Yeah. No. No. Now, now you're. There's going to be some. You know. There's going to be some losses simply just from infighting. Um. So that that doesn't help any of us. But. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I felt last year, if, if Carson Wentz would have played well, like our defense has been playing better. And then, you know, Chase Young looking like Chase Young. If yeah, our your defense has been, a lot, uh, yes, yes. If, 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 so if the defense takes another step with this rookie with Emmanuel Forbes, if we're getting some interceptions, we're making the game easier on the, on that situation. And I have a coordinator now that is imaginative and is trying to really like hurt the other team. Like I've always had a coordinator that's like, yeah, we just gonna kind of do our thing and then hopefully let the chips fall where they may and we gonna win. But like now I have a coordinator that's actually really trying to attack you. And if my quarterback can do that. Okay, I can, can see up. the roadmap. I can see why you're seeing it that way. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's just, you know, that, just from my perspective. On quarterbacks a for fan. a second, how do you think Brock Purdy's gonna do? Health. Well, I no kidding. Yeah, but, I mean, no, but, no, like if, if he's healthy, it, well, okay. If he's healthy, first off, I, I didn't. I don't think I sent this to you guys, but um, it was so sad. They 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 clipped Trey Lance doing like a like a quarterback drill, and he like sailed the ball like twelve yards over over the, uh, the like assistant coach's head, and like the assistant coach when he like came down was like. like, like shoot, and like like he was like he's like doing his thing, doing his thing, step. Turn and like, I mean, the guy was maybe about 10 yards, 15 yards down the field. And like, he sailed it like 10, like 10, 15 feet above the guy's head. Like it wasn't even like the dude, like put his hands up and just like, <laughs> it was like one of those. And so, uh, I don't think he's going to fight for the job. <laughs> so it's Brock Purdy and uh, is, uh, is Sam Darnold out there? I think Sam Darnold's out there too. Yeah. I, I heard rumors that, and this was said to me by somebody in the hallway, but mm. it makes sense. They said they're shopping Trey Lance. Yeah, I, I like, mean, that, is that like legit? I mean, the season hasn't even fucking started. Well, like, they to were me, I'm like, how are you shopping anybody? Like, they were. I mean, they were shopping him during like during the draft. True. Yeah, they you know were. I mean, they, I guess it just quietly, carries they over were. quietly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, like that's a that's a sad, sad situation. Yeah, I mean, oh. uh one of my questions I want to ask to you, Josh, before we get out about the commanders, 
there has to be a correlation somewhere, and I'm giving you a little homework to look up. When commanders win games, how many times does Terry McLaurin get the ball? Because I think there's probably a strong correlation to like Terry gets 12 to 15 touches, commanders win football games. Oh. I'd love. Do you see him in the backfield at all this year? No, like, no, no. You don't. You don't want to put him back there. Um, he'll he'll run like some sweeps and stuff, but you don't like sit him back there. He, um, you know, you're right. You're right because there are, there are games where he's lost. Not necessarily lost, but like they don't. We we have never done a good job in his entirety in the on the team of identifying plays that will get him the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like where well, we're struggling, we need something to get going. We need to go to our guy. And we can't find him. And it's not its not his fault. Like, he'll be open, but the quarterback can't find him. Quarterback can't execute. So, no, you're right. And, and that, again, goes back to coordinator. You know what I mean? Like, we have a coordinator now that is going to identify ways to attack defenses, both for Terry, but also for Jahan Dotson, for Curtis Samuel. Like, I, like I'm very excited. I mean, I know that the reports have been bad because, you know, Sam Howell is still a baby, but... Um, I'm excited that we could be we could be solid because we have I mean we have every uh, we have everything we need outside of a line, which uh, is a big need. <laughs> last thing, this look, I, this question will go for both of you. I'll frame one for the Giants. What does Sam Howell need to do for Josh to buy a Sam Howell jersey? Oh, what what'll make me howl for Howell? Howl for Howell, man. Uh, what does he have to do? All right, week one. This is week one. We're playing the Arizona Cardinals, who who Roe has has sent videos. Of oh sadness. my God! I showed um, Georgie I, too. I, I, for, I forgot. I forgot to put to tell George to pull that up. But um, if, if we go out and we like mud stomp the the Cardinals at home, home opener, sellout crowd, everybody going crazy. I'll buy one. I'll Ooh. buy one. I, I buy like if he has if he has like because because that's a team that you should beat. And 100%. so, it, like, they don't have their quarterback. They're in disarray. They lost. They lost DeAndre Hopkins. So that whole team. They have a new coach. That whole team is in transition. I think again. my son's intramural flag football team could beat the Cardinals. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they're 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 looking. They're looking. They're they're not looking like world beaters by any means. Oh god! So, I, that video. It was so. It was no, just, that that I'll was funny. It. I'll that find was, it. Uh, while I ask the row yes. for you, uh-huh. what does Darren Waller have mm-hmm. to do for you to get a Darren Waller jersey? Outside of being married to Kelsey Plum. Ha 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 Oh gosh. Just for the record, I don't buy any first year player jerseys. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. That's fair. I don't ever, I've been burned. <laughs> I don't uh, well. I've been burnt at the, you know, in the lot, you know how burnt I was the last time. And I, and I, and I said, and I wouldn't do it, but I did was, um, was Victor Cruz. Okay. I think I remember you telling me that. So it's still a good Jersey though, to rock touchdown celebration Jersey. That's still good. Cause anybody that sees it, any giants fan is probably still going to smile at you and they might even break out a, you know, they might, they might break out the salsa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, just for you people that don't understand the, re- they're like, oh, he's a giant. He was, you know, he had the dance. What, what? 
I'm going to tell you what, okay? <laughs> he was on the infamous boat trip in Miami where OBJ was wearing black jeans and Tim's and twerking with a mesh shirt on. Victor Cruz was a sole captain with the rest of the crew. The day before the biggest games of your of your careers thus far as Giants, you were you had one job, my guy. I'm gonna put aside all the other you were injured, but you somehow made it to every fashion week and you had like 30 Campbell soup commercials, but you couldn't be at practice. The fact that you were the sole chaperone, you were the sole captain on that boat in Miami. My guy, I don't even. This fair, is, fair that enough. was the last time I bought. So okay, Darren, Darren Waller. Waller so <laughs> he can't Waller. go on any boat trips. Okay, Darren Waller, listen to rule, me. Rule what? We have a lot of room for a tight end to succeed. It's not going to be difficult for a and Darren Waller is it? Wait, let me finish. No, 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 no. Is I was it, just is a really, really solid tight end. Yeah. I, I, and the Giants have had some of the greatest tight ends in history. With you know, my favorite being Mark Bavaro, Shockey. Jeremy Shockey. Ingram uh, was good for and, a moment. No, he wasn't. Fuck Evan Ingram. I will tell you, though, Darren Waller, there's a lot of room for him to succeed. He is, from what I understand, his conditioning has been phenomenal. He's doing great um, in, in, in camp. Like, he's been impressing everybody. His hands have been sticky, sticky. He's been um, pretty explosive and... Uh, from what I'm understanding, really flexible in the way that he's playing that position. Um, I, I'm I'm really excited. So what he has to do is is make at least three for me to to buy a first year jersey for a giant um, that is not on defense because mm. that'd be the the only exception. Um, even with Saquon, it was year two. I didn't I didn't buy the, the jersey until year two. Uh, three game winning touchdowns. Oh, this season. Oh, wow. Then I will. The well, so the reason I made the face um, was because I I forgot that you guys had that rookie, the rookie tight end last year that was playing pretty well. Like it's something with a B. What is his name? Um, but you but you know who I'm talking about. Barely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know I mean, but, but barely. Like, but he had he had started like I was like oh, okay he's gonna be pretty solid and then I just completely forgot that Waller was added and I was like oh that might stunt. Some of his growth because I, I I liked him. I thought he was Daniel Bellinger. Bellinger. Bellinger, thank you. I Bellinger knew it was a wasn't bad. He was just not consistent. Evan Ingram, by the way, the reason I said that because he dropped every fucking ball. He was the reason, by the way. He was the single-handed reason we lost three games last season. Okay. There were means not last season. Oh, or the season before. Season I'm before, sorry. Yeah, he was he on Jacksonville last Yeah. Time. Like, he single-handedly lost three games for us. I mean, there were, like, memes going around that, you know, he was going to be the one that dropped the ball, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, for New Year's Eve and for Times Square. For New Year's Square. Eve. <laughs> like, That's too good. He reminded me of Nelson Agadora when that year when oh, it was still, like, just when, when, the, when the guy was, what did the guy say? He's like, <laughs> he's like, I was catching those babies. He's like, unlike Aguilar. Uh, unlike Aguilar. <laughs> That was all-time meme. All-time. So, uh, yeah, no, but that's why. 
That was so good. That, that is that is seriously still in one the of the, middle that was of an interview. <laughs> Unlike Aguilar, like, like bro, we're talking about life or death. How did the so heck did this football, football is football? life or death? That no, that was too good. That was literally that's as a fan that was. Oh my god, that's one, that's one of the best. That's one of the best all time. Uh, I have a little. I don't want you guys to see this down here. Let me pull this oh, down. Okay. I have a uh, <laughs> a fun tweet. Okay. Um, who do you guys think since 2000 had the most arrests? Which NFL team had the most arrests? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, has had the most arrests? Oh, the Cowboys. Nope. I would say the Bengals. Nope. The Raiders. No. The pa- Bengals were close. Okay. The Patriots. Let me uh, pull up this graphic here. Oh, wow. All right. So they went in detail. It's the fucking Broncos. Broncos and the Vikings. The Vikings? What? The Vikings? Like who's doing shit on the Vikings? Uh, like what? 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 Well, what? What are you doing in Minnesota to get busted? Bengals. I was top three. All right. All you right. were. You were. Pac-Man had a lot. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, like he accounted like, for most of them. Pa- Pac-Man had a solid fifteen arrests <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> yeah, but does that count as fifteen or does that count as one? No, no. That they all count. That's one, two, three, four. <laughs> no. He's stacking charges. He's over stacking charges. Oh, oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Dude, like I got, I got charged with like eighteen different offenses that one stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I think these are all separate occasions. Like separate occasions. Okay. My bad. I, I'm like just because you. So you did twenty things, but it's just one arrest. <laughs> Damn. That doesn't count. Uh, yes, I see what you're saying. Okay. Where, where are my? Com- oh my! Look at my commanders. We're way down the list. You're, I like it. Yeah, commanders and giants. So like, what they were saying, a correlation could be like one of the tweets is like people that care like football towns that just wouldn't arrest like NFL oh, yeah. player. Like, we'll, we'll, like we'll if you let the, that like slide. the Giants, the Giants bottom. The Broncos e- are a Eagles, football town. Eagles are not letting anybody get arrested. They got 15 arrests. Uh, they're all degenerates, please. Uh, Broncos are a football town, but there's also a hint of racism. Just a little bit. Of <laughs> just, a, just a smidge. <laughs> it's a, just a touch. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> Just a little bit of, just a little seed. Spread a little crack on them. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought that was uh, just fun tweet. There you go. <laughs> no, that is a good treat. That is a good treat, George. Uh, all right, we got, <laughs> we got to, we got to get out on this. So, winning time came back last night. Oh, it was so so good, Ro. Um, first off, how they started in 84. Yep. That was like, like they started in 84. Pat Riley was the coach. He had shaved, Adrian Brody had shaved the mustache. What? I was very, like, I was very jarred. I was like, oh, oh, wait, how are they? You're like, are we back to pre- Yeah, Pat Ryan? I didn't, I didn't know how they were going to break it down. Well, it, okay. The, 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 uh, it was so magnificent. It made up for the fucking snoozer quarterback was, um, okay. It started like. They showed you that they had won the 1984 season, like they won the championship. But when the like in a flash, so when it started, it started before, like when the season started, and the dynamics. Uh, for me, the best part of it was again. We don't know how much of this is, you know, is dramatized. The dynamics between him and Kareem, because there was a scene where um, Magic's uh, attorneys 
said to me, you know, there's a young lady and, you know, she's going to have a baby. She's saying it's yours and she's she's keeping the baby. And basically we need you, you know, but we can we can keep it all hush. She'll get money. You'll never have to hear from the kid. And he's like, well, I don't I don't know how I feel about that part. Like, that's yeah. still my kid. And um, so, so he was, you know, struggling with it while fucking one of his lawyers. Um, and then... Yes, he was. And then he... <laughs> and then it cuts to a scene where he sees Kareem and and then he sees Kareem's wife coming out and she's, she's very pregnant. And he didn't realize that Kareem's... Uh, that Kareem was going to have a baby. And... And you can tell, like, you know, he, Kareem was such a different personality type. He didn't like anything about Magic then at all. And in fact, the more that Magic tried to make him, like, himself be more, build more rapport, Kareem's like, no, I know what you're about. I, I don't like anything about you. The dynamics also between Jerry Buss and Red Auerbach were, are are fascinating. Oh, they're so, that that, that is... That's really cool. I really like that they're pulling that out. Um, I'm very excited to see where they go with Bird because I, you know, I know that we've talked about we really like the Larry Bird character. How about when they should Robert Parrish? <gasps> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Parrish and Mikhail, like it's like they're they're doing they're doing a really good job building the show. This casting um, is 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 a one. It's really really good. I will give you that. Um, I'm I'm you know. I am excited. I I will say they are making magic a lot unlikable. They're they're quietly. I mean, you still love it because it's magic, but there's aspects of magic that you're like, ooh, there's some selfishness there. Can I can I say though? There's what one of the things that you brought up to me because I've asked you um, personally, why isn't the goat conversation? Kareem Jordan and you said well Ra, really there was a huge likability issue with Kareem but now it's now we're seeing that okay maybe he wasn't like the the most chipper one on the team but he was a man of integrity so I'm wondering based on what we see if it continues to play out like this if that goat conversation is going to change because now we're seeing okay maybe he wasn't likable but he was a man of character mm. Man of character, um, you know, wasn't well, he wasn't a media guy. He wasn't a guy that was going to give you sound bites. He didn't like that aspect of his job. He loved basketball. That's why he wasn't Showtime. Yeah, I mean that that was it. Um, but uh, I mean, for me, the thing that chips chips away at Kareem is that he played with Magic and that he played with Big O, and those things take away. They don't take away from his greatness, but they do kind of give it some. Caveat, just like Kobe got three rings with Shaq, and just like Shaq got three rings with Kobe. Like, there's a little bit of a difference, whereas, like, it was their team together, whereas when it was Jordan and Pippen, it was Jordan and Pippen, but it was Jordan's team. You know what I mean? Like, it was not it was, according to Scotty. Oh my God. That's a whole nother question for a whole nother day. No, but you, <laughs> but, you make a great point. Yeah, you know I mean, but, but like, that's, that's my feeling because, uh, like, listen, Kareem, Kareem won in high school. He won three three national championships in college. Then he won six titles in the NBA. He won, you know, five with the Lakers, you know, one with the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like he has all like X amount of MVPs. I feel like he has more MVPs than Michael. Like 
he has all the boxes checked. So he was all time leading scorer. Like so, like until, all of those, until recently, right? I mean, with one three. That well, part. and also we got to talk about how many games were played. That part. So you know I mean? yeah, no, but right. So so like all of those things are the reasons why he should be in there more. But he does get poo pooed a lot. Like people just walk by him like he ain't even there. Yeah, but you know it's like, but that talks to charisma. Magic was all charisma. Yeah. He was the immediate darling at a time where a lot of America was still very overtly racist. Yes. He was a... Ooh, that scene when they left the garden? Oh, That looked boy. scary. And yeah. I feel like that might have been real. You know what? You know what? I loved that scene in the beginning when they beat the Celtics in game one and they all got on the bus and Pat Riley... Um, uh, said, you know what? We stole game one from them. And then he's like, you know what? But we can't steal something that was ours for the taking. Yeah, like it was ours he, already. It was, all, it was ours already. Yeah. That, it seems like that, that make this show, like I'm getting chills. But I mean, listen, I, I'm not saying anything new. Boston Celtics fans and Boston in general uh, has a reputation for being incredibly disgustingly racist oh okay? oh i can i can leave on this note uh so I'll, I'll tell one story and then we can go ahead and get out george first off you need to start watching winning time if you haven't watched no i I'm, I'm uh batching them up right now all right uh, i i like just to i'm gonna bang them out you have day. no idea when, when you, you watch it obsessed. i watched season one i'm i'm oh oh, fully oh, bought in. oh okay he watched season one okay huh. season two season two just started so yeah, yeah no i i, I get i get with the, the lay down here okay so in terms of Boston racism, right? So my last time going to a Celtics game, I had, uh, uh, this was, yeah, this wasn't the time Doc Rivers gave me tickets. This was the time that I got media passes. I got media passes from, um, oh, I forget the gentleman's name that's still there. But I was taking three of my children that I coached. And um, so for whatever reason, this particular time going to Boston, I got turned around. And um, and so we were trying to find the, the arena. I knew it was nearby, but I didn't know exactly where. Right. So I stop. I pull over and uh, this 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 white lady is walking down the street. And I was like, oh, you know, excuse me, miss. Excuse me. She stops. And I was like, yes, you know, we're looking for the Boston Garden. She wasn't this wasn't, you know, a foreign or language barrier situation. I'm looking for the Boston Garden, you know, whatever. And, you know, and I've got three brown children with me. And she looks at us. She looks at me. She looks at them, looks at me again, and turns her head and walks away. <laughs> and I was like, yo, it was, it was like, it, but like, there were things in Boston, like I got pulled over one time in Boston and it was getting trickier, Mickey. Like there's the, the, the racism that's still there is still very, the audacity, very the, these, these, these sister banging racist. They're like the hillbillies of the East coast, <laughs> like them and people from long Island. <laughs> Not long. Don't bring, don't bring the Hamptons. Long Island. <laughs> don't bring the Hamptons. No, I'm serious. It's, it's just like it, the overt racism and the, like when Jerry, so in that scene, they win game one, Jerry bus, like, 
people in the stands were were, were trying to go after him. Yeah, like pulling they, his jackets off. <laughs> I know. Well, he was he was something special that one too, though. But he's so likable. I, I love I love John C. Riley's character. As oh, he's so perfect. He is beyond perfect because he rides the line of funny to drama so easily and so quickly that it it, it makes the show so compelling. But um, but I know we gotta get out so. Thank you guys so much for watching another episode of the American Fan 365 podcast. Thank you again to our sponsor, Coco Love, who's behind me. Let's see, right over. Right and over Coco there. Love is so delicious, you guys. And I'm not just saying it. It's so yummy. Uh, we, we'll start doing some uh, some Wydrate Wednesdays um, coming up. So be on the lookout for that on the page. Um, we'll be you know, either giving away cases or be giving cases away for, uh, for your purchase. So please make sure you take a look at that. But make sure you like, share, subscribe to all the channels, all everything, the American Fan 365. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, you guys. Thank <laughs> you.